2: Isn't there anyone who knows what Christmas is all about? True Charlie
1: Brown, I can tell you what Christmas is all about. Seeing isn't believing, believing is seeing. Best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear.
2: Hey y'all, we're back for another week of Tis the Podcast. But an extra episode, everybody get excited bringing you something bonus on our election day election day bonanza
3: who doesn't want to turn off the news for an hour and listen to us instead on election day
2: i'm with our spouses
3: (laughs) absolutely our spouses
2: oh my gosh and by us i mean
0: julia anthony tom and todd
2: And Todd here! Todd from Christmas Clatter Podcast is joining us tonight, which we're always super excited about, especially when he gets to join us for some extra loveliness in your feed on a night that's sure to be memorable.
3: It's been a minute, too. It's been since what? Lethal Weapon, Todd?
0: Yeah, since June.
3: In the main show. I know you've popped up on Patreon for Halloween. Yes.
0: Yeah, it's been since uh, Todd month, month of June. Todd month. What, what's happening next, June, Todd? Did you pick a movie you want to come on for? Oh, sure. Absolutely. i got a, f- a few rattling around in the back of my mind. So. <laughs> Our, and Ar-
3: an Arthur Christmas rewatch doesn't count.
0: Oh, well, I'll get back to the drawing board then.
1: Uh, don't, hey, whoa, whoa, Todd. Don't let him tell you that. This is the democracy.
3: And if there's one thing I learned from a democracy, it's popular vote doesn't count. <laughs>
1: Well, as I recently learned, apparently democracy doesn't matter and isn't important. But we're not so talking so- politics. Well, or not real life are politics.
2: We? <laughs>
1: <Not> real <laughs> life.
2: So, for your way to disconnect tonight episode, we're bringing you a politically themed show. But I mean, I'm going to come right out and say it's my favorite kind of politically themed show. We will be talking tonight about the 1972 "You're Not Elected" Charlie Brown TV special with our favorite peanut, Charlie Brown.
3: Brown.
2: What's your favorite peanut trademark? Peanuts. I'm actually curious. I know we probably talked about it before, but since we are talking about the peanuts gang tonight um, and we have in the past, let's go down the list again. Who's your favorite peanuts character?
0: Todd, you want to go first? I tend to like Lucy. She always <gasps> do you makes really. Cool. She always makes me laugh. Interesting and, choice. And you I don't guess. hear that a lot. And she always makes me laugh, and she always moves the story forward. So she does. I mean, she does do that. <laughs> yeah. That's
2: an excellent More than anyone point.
0: else. No denying that one.
2: Anthony, you said uh, you said Snoopy and Woodstock.
3: Snoopy and Woodstock, and it still bothers me every year. on the Christmas one, and I remember Woodstock's not in it. No
2: Woodstock. That is sad what about you tom
1: uh haven't really thought about it much i really like schrodinger yeah schroeder yeah, that's
2: awesome. what I meant.
1: i'm thinking the schrodinger cat yeah no schroeder yeah kind of ambivalent two of them though honestly i want to give charlie brown some love because you know i would be the one person in existence who does right
3: makes sense <laughs> tom, tom, poor guy tom if we were peanuts he's he would the anthony that. of you would you would be the one holding the football, and I'd be the one running at it, and you would be the one
1: taking it away. Yeah, without yeah, a doubt. He's, the, he's the Anthony of the Peanuts. It's true. Which makes oh, Julia the cool one. I feel like she would be Snoopy.
3: Although I don't know, Linus is Linus is pretty good character too. Yeah, you yeah. know what? Julia would be Linus without a doubt.
2: On a cool level, I'm definitely more Linus than Snoopy. I don't think Who's Linus has one? ever been confused as cool. Um, those are actually You're my not two Joe favorites. Cole? So Snoopy and Linus are my favorite. Um, it's
3: funny watching all these old specials where Charlie Brown really just takes a backseat to all his friends. It mm-hmm. really is yeah. usually Linus who's front and center, not Charlie.
2: Yeah,
3: yeah. Except, except maybe Christmas, even though Linus has a moment everyone remembers from Christmas, mm-hmm. but that one's pretty right. heavy on chat.
1: Which moment are you talking about?
3: Oh, uh, if only there was a name for it. You know, we could call it a Linus moment, maybe. Mm-hmm.
1: How much? How much? That just sounds—that sounds pretty hokey. We can't get caught up in that much cheese.
0: It sounds pretty derivative. So you, you saying takes- that, uh, you're saying that? you saying Charlie Brown rides uh, Snoopy's coattails of popularity? Then.
3: 100. percent He does. Yeah. I don't think there's a doubt in anyone's mind. You walk into Hallmark, Snoopy and Woodstock are everywhere, and maybe there's a few items of Charlie Brown. Mm-hmm. Snoopy gets
0: like 20 new ornaments a year. Yeah. I heard, I can't source this, but I know I heard it on a podcast that Snoopy is not as popular worldwide as he is in the States. I think that, what's his name, when we had him on, said that on our podcast.
1: Okay.
3: Um, What was his name? The Charlie Brown, he wrote the book. We had him on for the Christmas one. Oh, that's right. Stephen Wind.
0: Well, see, it was from Tis the Podcast. That's where I heard it. All right. podcast is that determined a... to
1: keep this Christmas spirit alive 365 years. Oh, sorry. It just felt <laughs> natural. Yeah,
3: it's, uh, I forgot all about it. You're right. He did say that. He said Snoopy's bigger in the States, but worldwide mm-hmm. it's kind of a competition between him and Chuck. You're right. Yeah. But I, I'm getting two Snoopy ornaments this year. I haven't picked them up yet. But mm-hmm. there's one of him in a high air, a red, white, and blue high air balloon that says Snoopy oh. for president 2020. Yep. And I was like, oh, that's fitting. <laughs> I wish. Fitting. and there's another one of him dressed in doctor scrubs treating woodstock and i was like that's also fitting for 2020 so i'm gonna get both of those
0: i think they have a snoopy ornament for the past few or several uh, presidential election years
3: yeah i think they do i think it's the same one him and that higher balloon that just changed the date i've never picked one up I, i was like you know what this year i will
0: yeah i got the one with Charlie brown and snoopy and woodstock carrying the christmas tree over their head
3: that one's a cute one yeah well, well, woodstock is dangling crazy. from it right yeah
0: yep. yeah i
3: have so many Arr. snoopy and woodstock ornaments like i'm like oh, i gotta change it up like i have every you just add
0: a tree yeah. yes well, that's, a... that's the
2: solution
3: yeah well the... well that's well no i'm not complaining about the space i'm like i have like every you know derivation of them with a the christmas tree i'm <laughs> like I'm like, yeah. I'm like okay this time they're carrying the tree instead of standing around yeah. the tree like
2: just a well, theme. You know. You're building themes.
0: That's true. Yeah. So you just you'll have it for when you have more space to put up more Christmas trees.
3: That's I I already have three. So yeah. well, come on. That's so um, more tree. You need another you tree. You can do Get better. Yeah, you can do better. You need another tree. Yeah. I have a one bedroom apartment that is like 900 square that, feet.
0: Have you seen those half trees? Those are cool. They go like flush half against half the trees. wall. Yeah, they they're. Oh, they're, I have seen those. Yeah, they go flush against the wall and yeah. And those are those don't count.
2: Get creative, no, I,
1: Anthony. I am um, upside down Christmas tree craze. It,
2: yes, it's it okay. Rotate.
0: It's okay. I don't mind an upside down Christmas tree if it if it's because it's in a small space and it's easier to have the skinny part down. That the doesn't make The best That's thing true.
3: about the upside down Christmas trees to come from that whole craze mm-hmm. where those. Photo series of the Darth Vader and Stormtrooper action mm-hmm. figures putting it together. Yeah, you remember yeah. those where <laughs> yeah. Vader, Vader is raised, they raise Vader's hand and it looks like he's <laughs> levitating the tree, and they have the Stormtroopers carrying the individual branches. Those are funny. Oh, those that's are funny. funny. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. My mom puts up one upside down tree, and she does it in her laundry room because there's not a lot of room, so she she just hangs it upside down from the a small one from the ceiling fan light. Oh, yes. So, and then she. Yes does it spin no it doesn't spin and uh since it's in the laundry room it's all uh like santa's laundry hanging on there so oh that's, oh, that's cute funny. yeah so. you, you does, know what does hell? your
1: mom, does does your mom listen to your podcast
0: yes oh, on on, you, on youtube because that's the only place she could figure out how to get to it
1: so. <clears throat> that's awesome did y'all see what
3: chris from christmas time in the city posted in our facebook group today that's actually pretty funny They said this year is a perfect year for parents with Elf on the Shelf because he has to quarantine (gasps) for 14 days. So it was like a jar. Like the Elf quarantine jar. That was awesome.
2: If you think about it, he technically should be quarantined the entire time because he's going back and forth to the North Pole every night. There you go. So technically, he could stay in that thing all Mm -hmm. season.
3: Are you going to do that for your kids, Julia? You don't have one. Uh, Do you have one? No
2: highly tim- we have one yeah. yeah okay
3: yeah i thought i wasn't sure
2: mm-hmm. yeah. grandma
3: bought it you should do it what's his name my Mother,
2: buddy his name is buddy, buddy. Yeah.
3: that's the most popular one if you go online like the of yeah course i it believe is. it i believe it mine yeah. is zach elfron i don't get enough love for that i thought it was clever, <laughs>
2: <That is> clever.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i'd regret buying that thing oh my gosh
2: yeah, that's about where. Well, I regret it being purchased for us.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh well, last kid.
1: You just need to get Krampus on the shelf now. They have those. I'm, you I think should get. And Mensch on a bench. Don't be. Uh, and Munch on a bench. <laughs> Let's mm-hmm. keep our options open here, y'all. Especially because mm-hmm. we have Jewish
3: listeners. That's
2: right. All right, but really, is so we can't help talking about Christmas just because. I mean, come on, it's our thing, right? but tonight really has nothing to do with christmas at all tonight it has to do with a theme
3: a theme which is the theme of peanuts have a special for every single american holiday arbor day spring training and now election day
2: (laughs) so you're not elected charlie brown brief synopsis on this one pretty simple pretty straightforward Linus runs for school president with Lucy and Charlie Brown being his campaign managers. As far as the cast and credits go, we've covered all of these before. We've got Bill Melinda's back as director, Charles M. Schultz obviously is the writer of Peanuts. We have the same, mostly, cast and characters that we enjoy. Um, Charlie Brown, Lucy is in this one, Linus, Sally, um, Snoopy, Woodstock, so the, our core characters, as far as that's concerned, are in this special. Um, Schroeder's in it as well. And I think that's all of the main Peanuts that are in it. There's no Peppermint Patty. I don't think Marcy's in it, is she? No.
0: Nope.
2: nope. nope. And then no, yeah, like it, no Pigpen. Yeah. So it's a pretty small cast, all things considered. And really we focus on Linus, Charlie, Sally. I mean... It's primarily those three. And Lucy. Who I it. I said Sally. Oh, it's really not so much hey. Sally. It's Lucy. It's
0: mm-hmm. really
2: Lucy, Linus, and Charlie with a little bit of Sally mm-hmm. thrown in and a little bit of Snoopy and Woodstock thrown into. Snoopy
3: and so, Woodstock. There's silent <laughs> not to jump ahead, but their silent scenes and all these specials are always my favorite.
2: They're always so good. Um, so the gist really is that it's basically Lucy's goal to get Linus selected. Um, she is legit the perfect campaign manager. Can I just Mm -hmm. say she's highly motivated. She's very organized. She has her ways that you would fully expect would happen in a house of cards setting. Like she would fit right in. She pops that fist multiple times when she's asking people if they'd vote for Linus.
3: Well, yeah, I'm I'm curious. Did either of y'all see this before?
2: I've never seen it. So let's do histories. Thank you for keeping me on track. Um, I'll start with mine. I I think I'd probably seen the cover art for it, but I've never seen it, so this was totally fresh to me. Um, Todd, what's your history?
0: Um, Well, I I had never heard of it, but I expected to go into this not knowing anything about it and then seeing it and being like, oh yeah, I remember seeing it, but I don't think I ever had. So it Mm -hmm. was all completely new. If you're a Lucy
2: fan, what a win.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely.
2: What about you, Anthony?
3: I have seen this
0: before.
3: This is most of the time, paired on TV with the Great Pumpkin, which makes sense because said mythical pumpkin has a part to play in this one, and Election Days were right after Halloween. So, of course, they pair it together. Mm-hmm. So, I tried looking for this one on Voodoo, and they don't sell it. And it's like, why not? That's so weird because this is underrated. I really like this one. It's such a mm-hmm. simple, cute little way to introduce young kids to what an election is, right? The school mm-hmm. election with the peanuts. But um, it wasn't there. So I watched this on YouTube in two parts. But now I'm wondering if... I have to go back to Voodoo and see if it, it tagged on to the end of my It's a Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown <laughs> digital download. Because I know they tend to pair those up on digital releases. So I have to see. Mm-hmm. I hope they did. Because, like I said, I liked it. I would like to own this one.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: What about you, Tom? Any history?
1: No. Nope. I wasn't the biggest Peanuts fan as a kid, so... There were a lot of them I missed, and this is one that just never made the, never got on my radar. Yep.
2: Well, and it it predates us, right? Yep. Um, you too, Todd, right?
0: Yes. Yeah, Yeah, 1972. Yeah, me
2: too. Yeah. Well, I know it predates you. Five Um, years. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so as far as the storyline goes, we basically watch. Sally work her magic in getting Linus elected for school president.
0: Lucy, Lucy, why do I keep
2: doing that? (laughs) We basically watch Lucy work her magic in getting Linus elected to school president, to the role of school president. Um, From the very beginning, conceiving of the idea for him to run to getting support and figuring out if he would have a legitimate chance in winning if he were to run.
3: After she pulls yeah. Charlie Brown. Right. And he has unanimous disapproval in the school.
2: <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> or
1: Charlie, Charlie Brown. Yeah.
2: yeah, he's so excited for like a second. But then he steps so nicely into the supportive role behind Linus and because he's a good sport. <laughs>
3: He even lends Linus and Lucy his dog and his bird to help. I love when he well, walks over to the the doghouse and says, "Snoopy, you're on the campaign team. You can hire your own staff." Right. <laughs> and then Snoopy goes immediately to Woodstock's tree and like knocks him out of the nest and just motions for him to follow him. <laughs> I thought that was yeah. so cute. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, there's there's a lot in this that that as a, a you know adults following politics we see the humor in it and it's like. <laughs> you know, you can make your own committee and then they go make their own committee and it's like, you can make your own committee. It's like, when when does all the committees stop? <laughs> you know, <and> everybody <laughs> just keeps making their own committee. And that's, and that's typical of Peanuts, right? They have yeah. that family humor
3: that kids yeah. can enjoy, but like yeah. when you go back and watch as an adult, there are a bunch of things you can appreciate more as an yes. adult.
2: Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, I feel like a lot of the ones in this year specifically, right, watching it at this day and age, that really magnified for me. Mm -hmm. Um, I, one of my favorite scenes in the whole thing is when Lucy's running that call-in show
3: (laughs) for people to call and ask
2: questions and watching her get frustrated is like watching Clark Griswold get frustrated and lose his temper, which I think I've always quite liked about Lucy. She's a little harsh for me, but watching her lose it is always very funny. So voters back then have not changed. They haven't changed across the years because it's just a bunch of people calling in and wanting the chance to just fill the space with words and not actually care about what mm-hmm. the candidate or the person running is, has to say about it. Um, That whole scene is very, very funny to me. And especially Snoopy, like, passing out in a seat also made me laugh. So
3: So before before that scene, I really like when Snoopy and Woodstock are working on the signs. And Snoopy is hammering the nails and then hits himself and Woodstock. And then Woodstock angrily paints the sign. And you can tell it's kind of like when R2-D2 beeps and C-3PO becomes all offended. And, you know, he just swore at him or something you could tell what Woodstock wrote was offensive <laughs> to snoopy because then snoopy hurries and paints like a paw print and that, that's when lucy walks in and they just pause like caught in the act and lucy does her typical oh because she hates working with snoopy <laughs> and dealing with snoopy i loved it
2: <laughs> so linus's main opponent is russell who's just a a fresh character, right? No history in Peanuts no as far history. As I know. Yeah. And so he's pretty meek and mild. And we basically go into the debate. Or it's not really debate. They're just giving speeches on uh-huh. the stage. Like a
3: campaign speech so, or something. Yeah, it's yeah. like a
2: campaign speech. Um, we go into that pretty much knowing that Linus has it locked down because of Lucy's amazing polling. And... Um, Linus trips up just a bit. You want to tell us about that scene, Anthony?
3: Yeah. So Linus is on stage and he's doing really well. But then, then he goes into his rant about how on Halloween night, the great pumpkin
1: rises from the pumpkin patch. This is my favorite part of the show. <laughs>
3: and he... And, and what makes this funny, so what makes it funny that we're covering this now is we just did our Great Pumpkin episode, which dropped two days ago, three days ago, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. all the kids laughed at Linus, so watching this right after okay. <laughs> and seeing Linus go right into that speech after being laughed out of the patch by all those kids, mm-hmm. just, it made me laugh so much.
0: Yeah. The thing that made me laugh was about epic. this... Yeah. I laughed so much at this scene before he got to that because he was just giving this rousing speech and all I could think of was Dwight from the office when he gave the speech when he won Salesman of the Year and he's hammering <laughs> on the podium and <laughs> just <laughs> saying nonsense and everybody was ro- roaring. He was
1: reading what, Mussolini, right? <laughs> right, Mussolini. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's so hard not to get into modern day politics right now, but
3: I won't. Yeah. So why don't you tell us the fallout from this speech, Julia? Because then I have a bit of trivia I want to talk about.
2: So about most of the kids in the auditorium basically laugh him off the stage. And he realizes pretty quick what just happened. You see him outside with Lucy and she's not happy. And um, he's like, I ruined it, didn't I? And she's basically <laughs> like,
0: yeah, you did. Yep. <laughs>
2: So we think Linus's chance is to just shot, right? Mm-hmm. Not gonna happen. He's a wackadoo in a public forum. Nobody <laughs> votes for wackadoos.
3: <laughs> ha, ha ha Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Ha ha ha!
2: So that takes us to actual election day, and the campaign team goes in pretty optimistic, right? There could still be a chance. We don't know what's gonna happen. It might still happen. Um. Which I appreciated also, and they start to tally the votes. Which, by the way, horrible way to tally the votes. Like it's so transparent. You cast your vote, and then Chuck just pulls it <laughs> out of the box and he just like reads it right there. And I would be mortified <laughs> if somebody just like and I, and they knew that's how I voted. And I don't. I didn't like that. There was not enough confidentiality in the voting process for me. But
1: what are you hiding? What are you hiding about?
3: <laughs> Julia, would me and Tom be disappointed if we saw your?
2: ballot this year i mean i actually keep it to myself so what is the outcome of the election then it's it's very tense and you're on you're on the edge of your seat the entire two minutes of this scene mm-hmm. but what happens
3: linus wins by one vote and we find out that russell cast that winning he, he voted for linus which is a sweet that's a t- total that's peanuts sweet. thing right like that's the mm-hmm. you know you can always count the peanuts in the end the good guy wins actually that's not true because in the great pumpkin no one won
1: but (laughs) and charlie brown's wins are are pretty weak. yeah you know what he he won he won
3: this is a nice change for the peanuts (laughs) (laughs) so the plot of this special was taken from the comic strip almost beat for beat except in the comic strip charles Schultz schultz remained true to form and linus lost the election he blew it with the great pumpkin rant so I am glad they changed it for the TV special. But I'm just, I'm just going to go into the very end of this episode because it's my favorite part. And you talk about, Todd, how some of the lines you appreciate more as you get older. I love that he wins the election and he goes to the principal's office to talk to him. And Sally's waiting outside the door, like, go in there and give him a piece of your mind. And then you just hear... <laughs> The principal talked to him in the voice, and Linus like, "Uh uh-huh, yes, sir, okay, yes, sir, and he comes out, and and Sally's like, well, I hope you told him, and Linus says, well, not really, as a matter of fact, he told me, and Sally's like, he sold out! We elected him, and he sold out! They're all the same! Promises, promises! You elect them, and they weasel out of their promises! (laughs) And I love
2: that. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that was so funny to me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty good.
2: (laughs) I kind of liked, I mean, that last scene couldn't have happened if Linus lost. So I'm kind of glad he he won because it gave me the warm feels. Okay, so let's be honest because I really like that because that really was a moment you don't see in American politics is, is one another candidate voting for anybody other than himself, but saying he's the better option. So I voted mm-hmm. for him. Um, and so I like that genuine feel because that felt, it feels foreign, but I really enjoyed that. But then I loved the cynical end. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's face yeah. it. Um, watching Sally lose it is also just very, very funny because what started a lot of this, at least her,
3: it's a long point, con. <laughs> yeah, her pain breath. point
2: was that stinking locker, and mm-hmm. so at the very beginning she couldn't get her locker opened. And Charlie, being the really really good brother he is, in this episode particularly, in this in this not episode but in this special particularly, um, we find out it's just because she's real short; <laughs> she can't <Yeah>. reach <laughs> it. Has nothing to do with the actual combination or anything. Um, well,
3: so well, then she tricks him at the beginning and from. brings him to show-and-tell show tell. instead.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Like, yeah. <laughs> it was a very long con. It went on for, like, a good five minutes of this special.
2: Yeah. It's very Sally.
3: It's very Sally. Well, the end rant reminded me of her end rant on the most recent episode we did that's a great pumpkin, where oh, yep. she's yeah. like, I missed out. I could have been getting candy. You lied to me. Whatever she said. <laughs> and <laughs> yep. But... I love the bit with the principal at the end because it calls back to Linus's speech in the auditorium where, to your point, Todd, he's acting like yeah. Dwight. in, yeah. and, and he's true. like, if if I'm elected student body president, I will purge the kingdom. Yeah. My administration <laughs> will release us from our spiritual Babylon. My administration will bring down all false idols in high places. And Schroeder's like, I wonder why the principal looks so pale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Um, oh goodness. So another bit of trivia: this is the first peanut special to introduce Snoopy's alter ego of Joe Cool.
2: Joe Cool. <laughs> he was very cool in this one.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess I just didn't get it. I don't get the Joe Cool thing with the bad music.
2: You don't get Joe Cool? Well,
1: He's just a T-shirt that says Joe Cool. Like I don't know, be cool for real, dude.
3: Well, he tries. I love that he goes to school and sits down, and I love every time in all these specials, and they did it in the most recent Peanuts movie too. When he tries to sneak into school, the binder mm-hmm. ring always closes on his paw. And he's like, ah! mm-hmm. <laughs> and gets kicked out.
2: <laughs> oh, I love when he yells, so funny. I
3: funny. know, like Bill Menendez uh, it's such a stupid, simple voice, but it fits Snoopy mm-hmm. and Woodstock. Mm-hmm. It's iconic, right? Yeah. It is. Right. Snoopy also had a great scene at the beginning where, so breakfast I, scene. Yeah, and even though I've seen this one before, I'm not as I. It's not as memorable as the other holiday ones, right? So I always forget like. It made me think Sally was kind of goading Charlie Brown into running at the beginning when she was like, all our presidents have a hearty breakfast, right? Mm-hmm. And they're eating mm-hmm. cereal, tired, yeah. and then Snoopy comes in and whips up pancakes for himself, yeah. which I love. It reminds me of the Thanksgiving episode, which stay tuned for, where the poor mm-hmm. kids eat all these sandwiches and candy and stuff, and then the minute they leave, Snoopy
0: cooks a real turkey
3: for himself, and <laughs> <it> would stop. <laughs>
0: Yeah. i like that when sally's like, sally's like sally's uh, like all our presidents always started you know with the breakfast she says i don't know how they all got together but <laughs> <laughs>
2: i liked that too that made me laugh <laughs> yeah, that was
1: cute i like when they have the child I do enjoy the child like uh the childish view of the world you know
2: mm-hmm. yeah yep
3: i i love he when line good at that yeah, and a perfect example of that is when Linus is, says, if I'm elected, my first act as president will be to appear before the school board. And then Lucy whispers in his ear, and he's like, I'm sorry, I will not be able to appear before the school board. They meet at 8, and I go to bed at 7.30. It's
0: That sweet. He's
2: such a Boy Scout. I really love it.
0: <laughs> uh, I like the scene after uh, Linus' gaffe about the great pumpkin and Lucy's just all upset about it and she goes you know all the time all we do is go door to door for these uh, candidates and we build them up and we talk them up and then they say something stupid and ruin everything <laughs> <laughs> not wrong
1: I, I love yeah, the way they, wrong. the
0: kids
3: talk in these specials like you don't yeah. get that in modern animated specials right. like they didn't pander to like the young age of its audience like they right. talked like adults like I love when Schroeder says uh the candidate whose name I am presenting to the electorate possesses the same unique combination of qualities as those possessed by Beethoven, the greatest of all composers, the wonderful pianist, and the tower of strength. Linus
1: is sort of like that too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was one of my quotes that I had for the episode. I thought it was adorable.
0: It, it's a little bit more quotable than when I when I first watched it. I thought, oh, it's, it's, but then I didn't. Re- You know, remember any quotes, and then when I start looking through uh, the quotes and things, and saw it, it's like this thing is pretty quotable, especially around people. With uh, when you start talking politics with your friends or something, there's a few lines in there you could pull out, yeah,
2: Yeah. absolutely. That's what I thought, too. Yeah,
0: I
3: mean, again, it's such a good way to introduce like elections to really young kids. Right. right. Rather than, yeah. And it's like the optimistic, like how the West wing was the optimistic view of politics for adults. Like this is the optimistic view of politics for children.
0: Yeah. And like,
3: then one day, then they can graduate to the West wing and then the real world where they'll be disappointed by everything and everyone. <laughs> well, but before, before they can get in,
1: before they get into the craziness of the real world, they need to start, they need to, they need to see, um, what dysfunction should look like and they should start with house of cards. That's true. See what it should look like before you see what it is.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: I also loved when Linus was like, in my administration, children will be children and adults will be adults
2: <laughs> will be adults. <laughs>
3: <No>. <laughs> and uh to your point, Julia, you love the Colin show, right? <laughs> Yeah, so I, I love that one. That kind of reminded me of the Parks and Rec all their town meetings where they just come in and spill fill the space with like nonsensical <laughs> yes. stuff. Yes,
2: always some of my favorite parts of that show too.
3: <laughs> but I liked um, one caller is like, I am a first time caller, but a long time listener. I want to know what the candidate plans to do about the rivers. And Lucy's like, rivers? Our school doesn't have any river, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> And the whole back and forth with Lucy and Russell <laughs> where she's like, if you knew that Linus Van Pelt was running for president, would you vote for him? No. No. If you knew that he was going to straighten out the whole educational system, would you vote for him? No. no. If you knew that he was going to solve all the problems of the whole world, would you vote for
1: him? No. Well, why not? Because I'd be the guy running against him. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. So,
2: Internet Movie Database says that this first aired on October 29th of 1972.
1: Yeah, right mm-hmm. before so the election. Yeah, right before yeah but it
2: also aired before It's a Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, right? Well, The Great
3: Pumpkin was 1966, so people have been familiar with that.
0: At least.
2: Okay, I guess it makes mm-hmm. sense. I'm trying to think of it chronologically that this one... If you go just by date, not year, who cares about year, right? That this one would predate, that this one would come before it.
3: <laughs> well, I th- I think if you're going chronologically, what? It's Christmas, Halloween, this, and then Easter, probably, right? This, Thanksgiving, then Easter. New sure. Year's? Oh, yeah, they have a New Year's one, too. They have every, ho- like I said, they have every holiday. But I think if you're looking at the big burr month ones, this mm-hmm. would fall chronologically. Oh, yeah, it's, it would be Christmas came first, then October, then Halloween, this, and then Easter, Thanksgiving Easter, I would assume. Because I think Easter makes reference to the Great Pumpkin, too.
0: Mm-hmm. I believe you're
3: right.
2: Oh, that's right.
3: <laughs> the Great Pumpkin became a thing, y'all. Like,
2: oh, that's, <laughs> that's yeah. probably
3: the most referenced Peanuts thing. So I have another bit of trivia for y'all. When this special aired, it was titled You're Elected, Charlie Brown. And then Charles Schultz realized that Charlie Brown was neither elected, nor does he even run. So that's why they put the little carrot between the words, you're an elected, because they had no time to reanimate that whole thing. So they just added, like, you're not elected. And that's how the title (laughs) came to (laughs) be. (laughs) It's
2: like a bit of an oversight, right? Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: You (laughs) get to that point. Yeah, you would think like, at least one editor. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: How to, how to get How they get that far down the road before?
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the title confused me also, honestly, because yeah. I'm like, why are we what? I didn't understand it with Linus yeah. on the podium, poti- podium particularly.
3: Yeah, I mean technically, it's accurate. Charlie Brown's not elected. He's mm-hmm. not elected. True. Yeah, but he also True. doesn't run.
0: Right. Well, does <laughs>
3: He only flirts at this for like 30 seconds.
0: Right. He had zero chance of getting elected according to the uh, entry polls.
1: There's one thing we've learned is that polls are always accurate.
0: Right. Yeah, exactly.
2: We can definitely hang our head on this.
0: I have a feeling Lucy's poll was pretty accurate.
3: I mean, it was a nice callback (laughs) to all the awful ways he's been treated (laughs) in all of these specials. I got a rock. Or when Lucy uses the back of his bald head to (laughs) do <laughs> her jack-o'-lantern pumpkin at the
1: Halloween it's party. just so
2: wrong
3: that would actually be a really good She's, costume like a charlie brown costume but like shave your head completely and draw the jack-o'-lantern on the back
2: that'd be a good that's commitment
3: yeah challenge accepted for next mm-hmm. year <laughs> i have too much um, here
0: me too you're, that's on <laughs> you anthony you're the closest one
3: i the closest one, that's for sure. <laughs> this originally aired nine days before the 1972 presidential election between George McGovern and incumbent Richard Nixon. So the right candidate won on the animated special.
1: <laughs> the, right, the, the right candidate did not win in real life.
0: It's It's hard to think about how popular Nixon was, though. Before, yeah, did not really, he
3: win all forty nine like forty nine of the fifty states in his reelection? He won. Uh, I know Reagan.
0: I, I know Reagan did that. I don't remember if he did, but it was pretty remarkable win. He was wildly popular. Yeah, yeah he just uh, I guess technically into Vietnam in nineteen seventy
3: two. Nixon carried forty nine of the fifty states say, and won so. the election. 520 electoral votes and this was in the middle of the water yeah. investigation plus
0: dude uh Nixon did a lot of environmental stuff too that was real popular and he normalized yes. relations with China yeah yeah but he the only state he did not and he win launched the a war th-
1: on drugs
3: the only yeah. state he did not win was Massachusetts
0: was that McGovern's <laughs> home state I don't know oh, that that sitting,
2: back now, sitting back now going ha Told you so. He <laughs> tried to tell you.
3: So, would y'all watch this special again? Oh yeah, if it was on TV.
0: Yes.
2: I really liked this.
3: Mm-hmm. Really. Liked I did this too. And that was better than the Easter one for sure. Yes. Tom does not look as impressed. Tom, what? Yeah. Why did he? What did he like? If there's nothing else on, I'll watch it. I just don't love the Peanuts makes me sad so the only two peanuts content you really like is christmas and halloween yeah you didn't like thanksgiving i can't remember what did you think of the thing I mean, okay.
1: it's okay it's just i don't i don't love it
3: spoiler alert because thanksgiving is coming up we recorded all the peanuts this year all the peanuts you want to talk about theme for the
1: year it's peanuts <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's part of the problem i mean i like but we spread them out i mean the real things i like from both both Christmas and uh Halloween is Linus for the most part and then the Christmas tree and those are the things that I'm drawn to and otherwise I'm just kind of eh, ambivalent
3: that's like heresy for me and Julia on this show
2: Mm -hmm. but that's how I feel about Rankin-Bass so I get it because I didn't grow up with Rankin-Bass I grew up with peanuts so I have nostalgia
1: that's Uh, the only reason I think the only ones I saw really were Christmas and Halloween and Thanksgiving growing up that I remember I think that's why I have the nostalgia factor. I, don't think, I think if the nostalgia factor weren't there, I probably wouldn't be too into it.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> He's judging oh. you, Tom. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that is A-OK. The fact that I'm going to paraphrase the best elf, Julia, and just say this to you, Tom. The fact that you didn't like this says more about you than it does me. I still think that was like one of the best moments this year, where she said that to us, Tom, and then <laughs> just
1: ignored us
3: the whole day. When we were like, "What?" <laughs> that, was,
1: that was probably my favorite, uh, my favorite time, my favorite interaction with y'all offline this year.
3: Does <laughs> um, <laughs> this have a Linus moment? I think it did, and I think it's when the, his opponent cast his vote for him because he was yeah. a better choice.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. That'd be the moment if there was one for sure. February
3: was, was this a Christmas special?
2: No. <laughs> <laughs> Not a Christmas
3: special. I'm always
2: happy to see Linus on a stage.
3: Although it didn't it didn't even reference Christmas, which is funny, because again, chronologically it comes after the Great Pumpkin and the Great Pumpkin ended with them all getting ready for Christmas.
2: True.
0: I look for I look some Christmas Something Christmas in there, so classified as a Christmas special, but I sure didn't see any.
1: Mm. No, there was nothing there. Yeah. It was a noble effort of it on your part, though. Yeah. <laughs> so if we were going to grade this one to 10, what
3: would you give it?
0: I'd give it a nine. I really liked it. I thought the writing was really great in it. It's just a lot to chew on, you know, as far as some of the the, the scenes about, you know, make, it makes a uh, nice political statement without choosing a side. And, uh, yes. there's a lot to listen to and, and it was enjoyable. Had a lot of good jokes in it. And, and I'm going to say a this, political Todd,
1: statement was that political statement that you can't trust politicians period? Pretty much. Okay.
3: Yeah. And I'm going to say this, Todd, I hope, and our listeners will know because it will have happened by now. I hope you're disagreeable when it comes to Hocus Pocus.
0: We'll see
2: oh man you're gonna just be it's gonna to be torture for you waiting for 10, 11 days
3: what, what i what i have
0: what i happen is to get on the phone when we get off here and like message me like no you gotta tell me man i'm dying yeah. i'm dying tell you me. gotta <laughs> tell me
1: don't give I'm in twitching. don't give him make him wait
0: yeah it's only <laughs> its only a couple of weeks 19th so too long That's also tom what would you give this
3: Julia, at least heard it. <laughs> there are sometimes it com- it comes out and I have to like say it under my breath. <laughs> six. <laughs> Tom would give it a six. Julia?
2: I'm gonna give it a nine also. That was my gut instinct too.
3: I'm gonna give it an eight. So that would give us an average of seven point six seven. Nice listeners i don't know where this falls on our peanuts ranking because we never kept track of what we ranked easter or halloween or thanksgiving but i'm sure one of y'all has so let us know where it falls it's somewhere <laughs> after christmas and halloween don't know if it'd be
1: thanksgiving or easter so let us know wait so you think we just have listeners who are sitting around writing down our rankings of peanuts episodes there are some listeners who know the show better than we do that's creepy
0: well is it is because we,
3: we know harry potter like better than the author does probably like fans of stuff tend to know the work of an author or director better than they do themselves half the time and that's right that's for all you're listening i just compared to the podcast to the pod to be the podcast version of harry potter i, <laughs> I wasn't
2: mean say anything that's a high <laughs> bar right there he just he just <laughs> Something we feels wrong we, about that but
1: okay we clear we cleared it
3: We cleared it. Even though we're under-researched and uh, have questionable jokes and language,
1: we cleared that bar. I think our jokes are far beyond questionable. We left questionable way behind. Todd still likes us. Yes. Todd likes everybody. Todd's Todd's such a nice guy. (laughs) I don't know why he keeps coming back to subject himself to this.
3: I just. It's, it's all a plan. He just plugs his show. He's like, they get listenership. I'm just coming on to plug my it's show.
0: Like, yeah, I see the spike. I see the spike. <laughs> yeah. It's Speaking like plugging do, you, your do, show. You,
1: do you cry though about the, the price you're paying?
0: Oh no, no. <laughs> okay. No.
2: Like selling your soul to the devil. Lord. Speaking of your show, do you want to tell us some more about that, especially listeners listening that may be hearing Todd's voice for the first time?
0: Yeah, I host a uh, podcast, Christmas Clatter, um, celebrates everything that makes Christmas special. Right now through the Burr months, through Christmas, we will have weekly episodes on Tuesdays with any bonus episodes that week, be uh, hit and miss on Fridays. And uh, got all kinds of cool stuff coming up. I know uh, we'll be doing a Halloween special with Anthony on Hocus Pocus. Uh, Julia, will be joining me here in a few weeks for a Christmas conversation. Tom, you're like the secret weapon. I gotta, I gotta reserve you for okay. something kind of special.
1: I just want to make sure people wow. <laughs> wow. You
0: know. Wow! Did you hear that, Julia? Wow! We know who
2: his favorite elf is. Yeah,
0: clearly. Well, uh, we're Bernard, doing the, Bernard's my favorite elf.
1: We're doing the, uh, the the contest throwdown, right? Where I'm gonna win? Yes,
0: we'll we'll be doing the. Uh, uh, Christmas Countdown Showdown, uh, movies version. We did, uh, me and Dwayne Bailey from Tinsel Tunes last week did 50 uh, Christmas songs, put them head to head. We will not do 50 movies because once you get past like 15 Christmas movies, they fall <laughs> off a steep cliff. And uh, <laughs> can't, can't <we> <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> we'll probably we'll probably do 12 or so and uh, stay tuned for that. and for our listeners, there will be a giveaway for your participation in that. So,
3: well, all all I'm saying, all I'm saying is, if I don't win the Merry Melee two, uh, I'm going to call into question, you know, the actual results because at that oh. point, like, and especially <laughs> because <laughs> Jerry had it against me the first time, but now that I missed his
1: Batman episode, he really has it against me. So <laughs> I'm Jerry one judge me- down here. <laughs> Jerry didn't have anything against you. Your arguments were just total, uh, total crap, man.
3: Uh, Jerry, had it, Jerry and Todd had it against me. The minute I said It's a Wonderful Life wasn't a Christmas movie. <laughs> yep. They were supposed to be unbiased with their not bringing their views in, and that hurt me. And then, strike <laughs> two with Jerry, when I said Die Hard was a Christmas movie. So I was never going to win that. All I know is Tom and Julia... When you listen to it, you'll
0: see the implicit bias against me. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Anthony, no, mat- no matter what <laughs> happens on the second one, Anthony, I'll bring you back for a judge on that third one. Todd, if you bring me back as a judge on the third one, could you also, could you bring Tom back as a contestant on as the third a
2: contestant? One? <laughs> if, he,
0: if he would like, yes. It, it depends. It depends if he wins or not because I'm gonna have three, and then the three winners will face off in the fourth oh
2: yeah (laughs) julia
0: do you want to plug our show where they can get both people can
3: get bonus contents including an extra election day episode
2: yes we've got extra stuff dropping everywhere on the regular feed you're welcome for tonight and then we also have um more content on this little known okay it's well known place called patreon um it is a site for Extra content for some monies. So, for a minimum of a dollar pledge a month, you do get access to the Patreon vault for Tis the Podcast, which means a whole bunch of content that's maybe not Christmas. Maybe it is Christmas. It's just an extended episode. Um, You get to have Christmas content in the way that we talk to some of our listeners and we do some fireside chats where you get to learn more about them and their Christmas habits and and fun things that they do around the season and then just them in general. Those are really enjoyable. Um, and like Anthony said, there's a little extra nugget dropped in there for election night as well. So come check us out. It's super easy to get there the same way you get to all of our social medias. Just go to tizthepodcast.com backslash Patreon and it'll take you right there. You can decide if it's something for you. Um, good news is we are always here on the live feed and Just like tonight, sometimes we drop little bonus episodes in here as well.
1: You know, if you wanna help us in a free way, one of the best things you can do for us is to leave us a review on Spotify, iTunes, the Google Play Store, anywhere where you're listening to this podcast. I would encourage you to take just a moment, make our day, help it be Christmas for us 365 days a year by just leaving a short review. We love to hear from you. We love the reviews. They really make us a lot happier than you probably know. And I can say for sure that there have been some pretty rough days for the host here where we've gotten a podcast review that's turned, turn the day around. Mm-hmm. That's true. And I think every time we get a podcast review, Anthony's heart grows two sizes. So, and every time you leave a, or maybe every time you leave a podcast review an Angel gets its wings. Okay, we should start. That's we should start lo- doing this, Anthony. We should start bringing in cheesy lines like this from hot, from Christmas movies.
2: That's a lovely sentiment from a non Christmas movie.
1: Oh, Julia! That's for you, Dad. An- Thank you. <laughs> <You're> welcome, <laughs> Anthony. Did you did you did you catch that?
2: I made it funny, Anthony. You should laugh.
1: I'm not going to
3: subject. I'm not going to make fun of our guests like that for being <laughs> Bravo. I am, however, going to let our guest...
1: Did you, did you say for being wrong? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I had to do a double take because you just kept going with it. So, call me.
3: I am, however, going to let our guest plug his show. Todd, can you remind the listeners where they can find you on social media and download your show?
0: Uh, anywhere you find uh, podcasts, Christmas Clatter. Uh, On Facebook and Instagram, Christmas Clatter Podcast and Clatter Podcast on Twitter. Pretty active all over the place. And uh, like I said, we're doing uh, weekly shows now through Christmas. So something new for you every Tuesday. And and, uh, as we wrap this year up, finally. Coming up this month, I'll let let you guys know I have a recast and miscast the complete uh, cast of Christmas Vacation here in a few weeks. Oh, man.
2: I love your recast, cast. Right. So,
1: I think it should just be called miscast. <laughs> you would. That would be an au- whole awesome podcast yeah. where you just talk about how much better movies could have been with different people. It would be like not so even that, like every movie, yeah. Just any movie, miscast, and yep. somehow somehow put Jeff Goldblum in every movie that's ever been made. So I was. No, we have the countdown to do. So there are only. And a bit of non-trolling good news. There are only 76,320 minutes until Christmas. That's only 1,272 hours. It feels like just two days ago, we were still in the hundreds of thousands of minutes left.
2: That's only 53 days.
0: That is seven weeks and four days. It's coming up fast. So listeners,
3: thanks for listening to this bonus episode. Todd, thank you for joining.
0: Oh, thanks for having
3: me. And, you know, We hoped this helped you on this election day to distract yourself from the real world for a while. And yeah, join us next week for your regular programming. And in the meantime, don't forget to vote before the day is out. Just exercise your right and vote. Vote,
1: vote, vote, vote.
3: Go vote. Yep. Bye, y'all.
2: Bye, y'all.
0: Bye-bye.
3: I, I do know that Julia is an honorable human being. She is a beautiful soul inside and out, with beautiful children, a wonderful husband. You know, she, she really she really adds to our show so much. Our show would not be successful without her. And
1: you know, Ju, Julia's just one of my absolute best friends. She's more like family. I'm glad you mentioned her husband because I was about to remind you that she was married when you were throwing yourself at her just now. I would say that you really need to search your soul and figure out who hurt you and work past that pain. It's hard to
3: work past that pain when I'm with the person who hurts me every week on the show, sometimes twice a week.
1: The the to, the things that are fundamentally broken in inside of you cannot have been caused in the last three and a half years. Julia didn't cause him. Julia heals them. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, lay off, she's married, come on. She's out of instructor. Jeez. You're such so- no. a wants know- to
2: win. I-